It's time now for French Connections, our weekly look at the intricacies of life here in France with Flo Villeneuve. Hey, hey Flo. So... Just after the presidential election in France, there's another election coming, and that's been called actually the third round of the presidential election. Tell us a bit more. Well, if you're suffering from election fatigue, brace yourself because there's this other series of elections coming up, the legislative elections. Now, uh, analysts say uh, this is just as important as the race to the Elysee Palace. What's at stake here are the 577 seats in the lower house of parliament, the Assemblée Nationale. Now, let's take a look at an electoral map. You'll see these 577 constituencies, 566 for France itself. And on top of that, there are 11 constituencies for French residents living overseas. Kind of looks like scrambled eggs there. All right, we're not going to focus on all the political wrangling because that would just take too long. Tell us a bit more, though, about how exactly this election takes place where literally thousands of people are running. There are over 6,200 candidates in these uh, legislatives, so an average of about 11 candidates per constituency. Now, there are the traditional parties as well as a whole range of colorful smaller ones. For instance, there's the Animal Rights Party or the Parti du Plaisir, the Pleasure Party. Mm. The name pretty much sums up their agenda. Now, just like the presidential election, the parliamentary election happens every five years in France. Now, if one candidate gets the absolute majority in the first round, he or she is directly elected as a member of parliament, but that's very rare. In most cases, there's a runoff that's held a week later. That's right. And to be qualified for the runoff in the parliamentary elections, unlike for the presidential election, you just have to get 12.5% of the vote in round one. So that means it's not uncommon to have three candidates in the second round, and there is a word for this scenario. It's our word du jour. It's called a triangulaire. So a triangle, essentially, between three candidates. And more rare is the quadrangulaire, where there is a, a four-way runoff. Now, often a triangulaire will involve a, a candidate from the far right, traditionally the far right <clears throat> national rally. And that can lead to a whole lot of drama over whether one of the other two candidates should drop out in the name of something that's called uh, the pacte républicain that we've already talked about uh, in French Connections, essentially an alliance between the left and the right to block the far uh, right. Now, to win the second round of of the legislative elections, you have to get the most votes. You don't have to get a clear majority, just the most votes. And fun fact, if two candidates have the exact same number of votes, it's the oldest candidate who wins. Oh, good to know being old counts for something. All right. Despite being very important, obviously, uh, the turnout does tend to be low in French parliamentary elections. And it's been plummeting over the past couple decades. For instance, in 2017, the abstention rate was a record 568 Now, a lot of that has to do with the electoral calendar, essentially, because the parliamentary elections take place just a couple of months after the presidential election. So a lot of people are just suffering from voting overdose. And a lot of people are also fed up with politics at this point. Let's listen to a couple of reactions from the previous parliamentary elections. Pour le président, j'ai voté, mais pour les législatives, je, je, je ne vote pas. Voilà. Et pourquoi Pas parce qu'il y a trop de rembrouilles, on ne sait plus où on peut se mettre. Voilà. Il y a tellement de participants que, que les gens sont, sont, sont perdus. Il n'y a personne qui m'a, qui m'a vraiment, euh, qui m'a vraiment euh, donné envie d'aller voter, en fait, tout simplement demain. Vous ne croyez pas, en fait, au... On ne croit plus en la politique, en fait. Il y en a qui ne votent pas et qui, par derrière, vont dire on aurait dû, ils auraient dû, mais ce n'est pas ça. Que tout le monde se mette à voter. Les députés, c'est eux qui veulent nos lois. Hein. Quand vous voyez des gens qui ne savent pas à quoi servent les députés, ça, j'ai les cheveux qui retressent la tête. Pour moi, c'est très important. Ça devrait être obligatoire. Comme ça, il y aurait moins de soucis. 
Things could be a little bit different uh, this time around because a lot is at stake and people on the left and on the right are eager to send a message to President Emmanuel Macron that though he's been re-elected, they're not going to give him uh, an easy ride. They want to try and deprive him of a majority in the National Assembly. And so that could mean that turnout could be quite high. Now, for political parties, there's obviously a big political incentive to having a maximum number of candidates elected, but that's not the only reason. There's a major financial uh, incentive as well, because French political parties are given a certain amount of money from private donations, which are capped in France at 7,500 euros per person per year. But the bulk of funds for political parties in France actually comes from the state. And actually, the amount that they get from the state largely depends on the results in the parliamentary uh, elections and the number of MPs that are elected. So there's a real source of income here for political parties. Let's take a closer look at how it works. It's quite fascinating. For each vote, a party will get 1.42 euros. It's very precise. So so long as they get 1% of the vote in 50 constituencies. And for each MP that's actually elected, they get just over 37,000 euros per year for the duration of the five-year mandate. So political parties can really hit the jackpot if they get a lot of MPs elected. Now, the state gives money, and it also can take money away, because in France, there's a law that forces political parties to include equal numbers of men and women on their uh, party lists, essentially. But and if, part, if a party doesn't uh, uh, propose that, well, they get fined. Hmm. All right. Immediately after the election, these new MPs head to the Palais Bourbon, which is where the National Assembly is located, for a sort of back-to-school, if you like. It's quite cute, actually, because uh, MPs show up to the Palais Bourbon uh, and they're given a tour, if you will. They're shown the ropes and they get to take an official picture and uh, they're also given a goodie bag and this is really interesting with everything that they need to be an MP. Take a look. Et après, les éléments plus pratiques, ça qui sera utile et qu'on va réviser, qui est le règlement de l'Assemblée nationale, est assez épais, donc je ne suis pas sûr qu'on le, le voit dans toute la journée. Je prends conscience que maintenant, il va falloir travailler très durement, dans des lieux magnifiques, côté très solennel. Oui, oui, j'ai pris un petit, petit coup de pression, comme on dit. Mais dans un premier temps, il va falloir qu'on apprenne, donc on repart un petit peu à l'école. Definitely like a first day of school. I think that sash is really cool. I'd wear it all the time. <laughs> Goodie bags are always fun. Flo, thanks so much for that look at the legislative elections and how they all work. Don't forget, if you want to get a closer look, you can always check it out on the website where you'll find all of the French connections. Uh, our website, of course, is France24.com.